Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con is in a couple weeks. Come see us at the Bubbo Theater. Or if you happen to live in Texas and you're not going to go to San Diego, we're going to be in Houston and Dallas uh, the following weekend after Comic-Con. So you can find out where we're going to be if you go to Nerdist.com slash calendar. Come out and see us there. I'd like to thank Bing.com for supporting this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. Uh, Bing has a social element to it now, so you can actually go to Bing. You can use new features uh, that are probably relevant to your interest in the Nerdist audience. Like, did you probably, hey, have you ever been to a movie before? You like movies? You like movies, Katie? Yeah, I love movies. (laughs) You like food? I do like food sometimes. I put movies and food in the same category. Like, just things we gotta do. Think, okay, yeah. They're how did people live before movies, Katie? How did they actually... How did they do anything before a movie? I don't think they did. No. No. We no were just these anything. kind of, like, blobby masses. Yeah. And they just all, ate food all day. That's they all just they ate food all day. Yeah. And then... Uh, and we'd have to shit that out. <laughs> and then... And then one day, movies. And then we were able to stand upright and form societies... And so I, I'm going to say, and I hope this isn't, and you can correct me if I'm wrong about this, Katie. I think movies are probably the most important thing to happen to humanity since uh, the advent of um, a uh, an oxygen uh, atmosphere. Yeah, I would an agree. oxygen-rich atmosphere. I would completely agree. Okay, good. So now with Bing.com, you just you go and you just enter, you just put in movies, and then what you're going to get back is you're going to get trailers, you're going to get theaters, you're going to get showtimes, you're going to get links to buy tickets, you're going to get tons more. You're going to see all of your friends uh, from Facebook and Twitter, see what they're saying about those films, and then when you want to write something about a review or if you have anything to say or questions, then it's going to post right to your account when you link uh, when you link Bing to your Facebook account. So a uh, huge social aspect, which I think is pretty cool because you pretty much you pretty much rely on on your friends opinions about stuff anyway that is probably why they're your friends except for the one fuck up friend that everyone has and then you do the opposite of what he says but if you don't want to trust your friends and also pull in reviews like you'll you'll get ebert reviews or other reviews that come in about movies you want to see so um so bing.com uh is an amazing way to connect with your friends find out about what's going on in fields you like like films so check it out bing.com Thanks again to Bing for supporting the Nerds Podcast. We certainly appreciate it. So that we can do episodes like this one, a hostful episode, which a lot of people, I'm told, Katie, uh, think we don't do enough of, which is nice. They like to hear you guys. Because I never thought anyone would give a crap about the hostful episodes. We just did it for fun. Well, they love them. Well, that's really nice. Say, do you like movies too? (laughs) You're pretty easygoing. Yeah. (laughs) You're, you're You're pretty easygoing at KT underscore money. Yep. Was just regular KT money taken? Yeah, and the person's only tweeted once. Oh, really? Yeah, it's one of those. Oh, what a rip. I know. And I was like, I got on Twitter right at the beginning, too. They squatted yeah. your KT money. Yeah, I know. There's what? no way to get it that I know of, at least. So. I have ways. <laughs> I'm going to try to help you get at KT money. Do you <laughs> right. want to lose the underscore? I'm fine with it now. Oh, I've okay. gotten used to it. Fine, then. I won't. Yeah. Well, thank you, though. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you and your underscore. Here's Nerds Podcast episode number... 225. Let's say that's it. Yeah. Hostful goodness! 
Now entering Nerdist.com. Hello. Is it? Am I going through? I can hear you. Okay. Hello. Can you not hear you? No. It was kind of like like phasing. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. I think this is fine now. Ow. Flabman Snark. Steve Wozniak. Steve Wozniak just sounds like a name that's being said backwards. Steve Wozniak. Steve Wozniak. That's all Weird Al was saying during the Amish Paradise video. <laughs> what? When he talks backwards. Oh, that's like, all. Yeah, uh, Steve Wozniak. Did you? There's a the the new video for um, Motion City soundtrack for um, True Rom- True Rom- the single True Romance um, is uh, it's kind of like that uh, Spike Lee or Spike Jones uh, Far Side video where the whole thing's backwards. Yep, and they're oh, lip syncing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forward, right, and you know them. It's like, like with that video, it's like, it's like sometimes you can see it's like they're having trouble keeping up. Uh, Justin from Motion City Soundtrack does a pretty amazing job, sing, like just doing the backwards. All thing. those guys are great. Tony Thaxon and Jesse, yeah. and yeah, they're, they're just guys. a great fucking group yeah. of guys. And that new album, like it's you know, here's and, I'll, and I'm gonna, in all honesty, like and I'm I buds I buds with now with the um, with like a couple of them, and I never really liked the band for a while. You know, I just kind of they kind of started around this. It's a similar music I was listening to, but they started kind of when I was not listening to it anymore. Yeah. And I was always like, oh, this is kind of like a second wave of that kind of stuff. And I never really listened to it. And then uh, this new album is fucking awesome. That's They're great. Like pretty perfect pop songs. Like the song Timelines is beautiful. And uh, there's a, in the, the chorus is a, it's not a matter of, uh, it's not a matter of time. It's a matter of timing. Oh, and, uh, that uh, makes so much sense. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's a great, it's a great, great. That's lyric. something we can all appreciate. Yeah. I'm on board <laughs> with that sentiment. But yeah, it's good. I I recommend it. You went to Chicago. I went to the north burbs of Chicago. Oh, oh. sounded like you just said Chicago. No, Shit-cago. I did not say. I did. It I sounded like you said the north burbs of Chicago. Oh, hey. <laughs> Um, Birthplace of uh, many a mostly, uh, Second City character. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah every, every once in a while I would see a sign. Or I was like, ah, that sounds familiar. Like maybe Odenkirk or Chris Farley or somebody has used that as someone's last name. Yeah. A character's last name. Yeah. Um, what did you go for? What, did you go for another I went wedding? For Deanna's brother now got married. Everyone's getting married. You go to more weddings than anyone I know. Yeah, yeah, more just uh, weddings and a funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Late twenties, early thirties. I guess that's uh, the time for. I mean, you've been going to a lot of divorce parties. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, in this, <laughs> actually, in uh, I'm going to make a broad sweeping, sweeping generalization about the area I'm from in the South. A lot of people get married around college. Then get divorced mid to late twenties. Then get remarried early thirties. And that's when it. That's that like second marriage. So there's sick. like second weddings. Yeah, it was a lot, a, a lot of second weddings. It was a fun wedding. It was a, it was a drunk wedding. Um, it was it was better going there than to Jamaica. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes and the best part is uh, Deanna's. Uh, uh, like remember like when, like in Jamaica, Deanna's stepdad asked her mom for a divorce. Yeah, and then like and the dude just kept on trying to hang out with me. Yeah. Well, the first time I'm trying to meet all her family, yeah. I'm just like, come on, dude, chill out, get away from me. You're making me look bad. And, to, and then he he didn't show up, so I had a great time. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, at the end of that other wedding, did he get the band to start playing and got up and sang, Can I borrow a feeling? <laughs> Can you lend me a jar of love? <laughs> Broken uh, hearts need some healing. healing. <laughs> um, uh, you, you know, he, here's the funny thing, though. Like, I went to a wedding for his daughter uh, last year. Kirk Van Houten? Uh, no, no, <laughs> wow. um, this guy that uh, Deanna's ex stepped oh, okay. Uh, ex stepdad. That's weird. That's a lot of precursors. Uh, yep. But uh, he saw he sung the song. Uh, I saw her first. It was so bad. It was so bad. It was just like <laughs> I saw her first. <laughs> and then um and then so I remember like I was we were all making fun of him behind his back. And then um at uh the wedding in Jamaica. It's like, uh, you know, it's like Deanna's dad, who's this really cool guy, like, loves, like, great movies, got Deanna into, like, Mystery Science Theater growing up and stuff like that. Really awesome dude. 
And we were also, he's like, he's like, oh, I should like request a song to dance uh, with my daughter. And then we all start going, do, do I saw her first? And then he's like, no, fuck you, no. And then, uh, and then the song started to play. And then he got really mad because oh, he thought shit. we had requested oh, it. Oh, shit. And then uh, when um, just this past time, like I saw him, I was like, hey, you should request a song. I saw him first. <laughs> that is really funny. Bad, yeah. bad wedding songs to sing. Real bad. Real bad. I think Closer by Nine Inch Nails would be a bad one to yeah. sing to do. Especially because you're just going to have some guy going, whoop, 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 I want to fuck you like an animal. Right. <laughs> I want to fit it from the inside. Hmm. Doesn't Al do that in one of his medleys? In, in, yeah, one of the... Yeah. I think it was... Jesus. Wow, wow, wow. Would that be on uh, Bad Hair Day? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. That might be the era. Uh, so this era, is, era. This is era. really... This is really era. Era, 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 Wozniak. <laughs> I think this is era, a... Era, Chappaquiddick. Era, the uh, Pleistocene era. Mm-hmm. This was a lot of... This has been a lot of fun for me. The stand-up special, my one-hour stand-up special is coming out in the fall. I don't know exactly when yet. Maybe October or so. You're right. But... Tell um, about how warmed up the room was. (laughs) (laughs) Well, since I wasn't there, very warm. (laughs) That room was sweet and warmed up thanks to Jonah Ray, who read all the rules in a hilarious fashion. (laughs) Hey, so we want you to do ten minutes. Uh, all right. Well, now we want you to do five and read all these rules. All right. <laughs> do you want a guy maybe that's a producer on the for show? For your to... closing act, we want you to read all these rules for yeah, your closing yeah. bit. Your closing bit. If you could just yeah. close with... Yeah. And they... if your closing bit could just be your bit. Yeah. <laughs> they wrote your closer for you. Nice. Yeah. It did work out all right. I um, uh, So ba- basically what happens is when you do a special and then your special airs, that material's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's just you can't you can't really... Are you dreading this? Well, it's not that I'm I'm dreading it a little bit. I'm dreading and excited about it. Yeah. Because I'm so happy to just be done with a lot of bits that I've been doing for the last few years. And but it's also terrifying because it's like I just fucking got to start over. And the exciting thing about that is that that first hour, there was never really a plan in place. It was just sort of, oh, here's a chunk that's working, here's a chunk that's working. Yeah. How do I tie this together? So now starting from scratch, I have a much different viewpoint of everything yeah and i can really kind of go so what is it as an as an hour-long thing do i want to say yeah and really try to build something rather than just stitching together a bunch of bits yeah uh but it's really fucking crazy because i took a little break after we shot the special in february and i've been so busy with all the nerdist stuff that i just haven't really been writing anything new so i went i went to myra's open mic and you know like trying out some stuff and then i did death ray and, or I'm sorry, Comedy Bang Bang at UCB a couple Tuesdays ago, and it had the weirdest show. Oh, with this a, is great storytelling. Do you know this? Yes. So there's a guy sitting, you know, like that show gets so full, and there are people like sitting on the stage, yeah. you know, just sort of like folded up leg style. Yeah, not a fan of that. Uh, uh, so Indian style, I believe they used to call it. Native American style. Native American, but they could be actually traditionally Indian. Uh, no, they can't do it the same way. Okay, all right. <laughs> rule so he's sitting uh native american style <laughs> um using every part of the buffalo in his lap minutes. um so it's one of these I, it was one of those weird situations where i i think he just didn't want to be talked to and he had a bad reaction to it but it was there's a difference between a heckling and people who think they're wanting, helping the show or trying to derail the show and someone who just says something that's really pointedly cold oh, no. and mean. So I came out and I was tired because I had hosted Attack at the show that day. So I was just like my brain was a little scrambled. And uh, there, was a, there, was a, there was a couple sitting on the stage and then this girl had her shoe off. And so I was just kind of just like one? one shoe off. One and so shoe. I was just kind of fucking around with her a little bit, you know, about I don't remember what, but it was it was bit, and I would be the first one to say if it wasn't going well, it was going well. Like everyone yeah. was laughing and having fun. And this guy was sitting next to her and I was like, oh, did you did you come with these guys? Do you know these guys? And he just looks at me really coldly and he just goes, when are you going to start telling jokes? Oh, like in the most dick and then just had like a dick face like his, yeah. his face. He just had a face just like. If you saw him, you're like, oh, that guy looks like a dick. Yeah, but all but all that dick comes is hate. Yeah, it yeah. just and so I was like, whoa, whoa! Uh, thanks for cutting up the show. Like I was just so, 
it threw me off because I just wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. Especially at UCB where everyone's pretty, you know, but it was good. It's a good thing to have to deal with. It's good. It always keeps you on your toes. So, you know, I fucked with him a little bit and I thought everything was okay. And like I went over and I rubbed his head and I was like, who's upset that there was a joke at the top of the, you know, it was like one of those. And he seemed like he was okay. And I kept kind of checking back in with him during the show. Never cracked a smile. And I would refer to him and be like, I'm going to win you over. I will win you over. You are the one guy who's not having a good time for whatever reason, and yeah. I will be damned. I will steer this train into the volcano, <laughs> but I will make you like me. And uh, and so I would kind of refer back to him or whatever, and I'm like, hey, I'm checking in with you, buddy. Everything going over there okay? And the second thing he says to me is, uh, why are you so desperate to be liked? Oh, like it was one of God. those. Like, just fucking hipster shithead. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you imagine that guy. What? Yeah, because he's. It was you say these things to yourself all the time. It was your inner psyche. Oh my god! Yeah. So I, so from the audience's point of view, I was talking to an empty space. <laughs> yeah, you are. It's cut to me just like <laughs> giving a, giving a noogie to the yeah. air. Yeah. Chris but, Hardwick did some space work. I read it on yeah, ASC. I was say, nice space work. <laughs> it was really weird though. I mean, like I I don't. I'm really usually very good with like people who talk back at shows. Yeah. But for some reason, it was so. It was just such a cold and also not really representative of how the set was going. So that made me feel even weirder about it. But this guy Mm. was just I think it was that he just did not want to be involved with the show. And so his defense was just like skunk spray, like, fuck off. I'm going to say something really horrible. So you just leave me alone. But that, of course, made me want to fuck with him more. Uh, And I and I just left kind of feeling like, ugh, that was a weird. Only takes one. That was a weird show. It takes one, and then That's you quit comedy believe. forever. Nah, no, no, no. You beat yourself up a little bit for not dealing with it better. Yeah, and then and then it's fine. But I I, I ran into Jeff Ross at Starbucks, and uh, and I was like, dude, I do you feel? He was asking me about. He's like, oh, how's the stand up going? I was like, do you? I go, well, I did my hour, and now I just feel fucking empty. I have no. And he was like. I know exactly what you're feeling. I did. I have. I'm going through the same exact thing, and it made me feel so good to know that a guy like Jeff Ross, who's a fucking machine gun joke writer, yeah, it just that it's just something that no matter what level of comedy you're at, that's that still it's there. still that just that thing is still there of like no, it's fucking well. Of course, it's hard. The first hour is in comparison is easy. Yeah. Because it's just every thought you've ever had. You have your whole life to make your first yeah. album. But then the second one, it's yeah. like, what do you want to say? Yeah. And, it, and it, it just it made, it made me feel so much better. Reminds me of, uh, there's a really good Jim Hamilton joke uh, where he's just like, uh, they say finishing a book is like taking your child to the backyard and shooting it. I've never been so much more motivated to finish writing my book. <laughs> <laughs> I butchered it a bit, but great fucking joke. Jim Hamilton, great comic. Yeah. Uh, well, you 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 do the you do the seven inches. What does that mean? I, well, I have one seven inch and one ten inch. Oh, the ten oh. inch, right? Oh. The ten inch. But I mean, you 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 burn through material every couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a big gap between the t- uh, the two, um, and I kind of feel like I'm just gonna do that until, and I'm gonna keep on putting out EPs until I figure it out. The uh, I think the trick is that, and 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 the weird thing is, even after doing stand up for. I don't know, 14 years or something like that. I still don't feel like I've hit it yet, but but you look at guys like uh, you know, if you look at Louis or 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 Patton or or you know, Gaffigan or Paul F. Tompkins and and you or Marin too is really great at this, is that their their point of view and their 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 machine is so well oiled and they know it so well they just that they literally top. could talk about what happened to them getting to the show and it's gonna come out. As this like yeah. this sort of yeah. like easy bake oven cake of a bit. Yeah, I think Kumel's like that too. Where you know he'll be like, "Oh, I just I, this crazy thing happened to me today. I'm gonna talk about it." Yeah. And then he'll talk about it on stage. Yeah. And, he and he's got pauses punches. and jokes and punches that like uh, end with like an applause break. And I like I'm like, so "Hey, good. man, I thought we were just like kind of riffing on stories." He's like, "What?" <laughs> that's how I riff. That's just how in his head. That's how it comes out. Why? Well, like, there's a difference between riffing and writing. There's a difference, and there's a di- you know I think. Some writing feels a little synthetic because you can tell that someone, I mean, you know, point of, drew, point of view driven comedy, I think, is so much different than joke driven comedy, where point of view driven comedy is funny because you know the person's point of view and it's like they're just because they're the character that they are, things come out funny versus, have, but it's just a different style of writing than. What joke can I write here to make the audience laugh? Which is just a, yeah. I, which I think, 
and maybe I'm wrong and maybe it's different for everyone. I think that's a slightly different part of the brain and a slightly different mechanism. Yeah, I think, you know, with the personality driven uh, comedians, it's it's more about you want to hear like, oh, I wonder what they have to say about this. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. Like, and then when they sort of set up a premise, you get excited. Yeah. Like, what is he going to say about this? And, Lou, and Louis, you know, he just he's just one of those guys that just where you go, fuck, how did you get from there to there? It's fucking amazing. Yeah. I want to I want to burn material off. I just want to force myself to write more. Well, let's just rec- we'll record a set at Meltdown and just put it up online. Yeah. And I, think I'm gonna, I think I'm going to do that at the end of the year. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, there's no reason people shouldn't be putting stuff out. I mean, yeah. I don't know, you know, that's I I grew up in a like in, you know, playing music and you know, you you make some songs, you record it, you put it out on a demo tape and then you make some more songs, you put it out on a record and then a CD and just you know, no one's going. I know no band ever went like we got to be together for twenty years before we put out an album. Right. You know, no no bands. If every band did that, every band would fucking be jamming by that. Yeah, time. but it's a slightly. I think it's a slightly different ecosystem because with music, you, you know, it's the you can be the music can distract people. Like there are there are yeah. more moving parts in a song than comedy, which is just talking. Yeah, and so. You know, you can still if the music yeah, is good, but there the lyrics are parts don't... in a bit. You know that that can be those parts are like a really good bridge or something. Older like comics are better than older bands. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. we, that's very yeah, true. And then yeah. newer comics are not as good. And as the bands. and the other thing yeah. that I found out is is thinking of tags after you've already taped your special, and you're like, Ugh. and then you kind of go, oh, oh, well, that's I might as well just throw that away because I will never. This bit is is gone now. Yeah. You know, it's well, it's, you know. Like uh, the Taylor Dane bit by Tignataro, where it just keeps on growing oh, because of so her great. life. Like the whole like, I remember when the, like because something just happened recently. Where oh she, really? Like, like yeah, like <laughs> Taylor Dane came on a show like onto the stage at a uh, Tignataro show or something like that. Oh my god! That's and um, awesome. and you know that that happened, and so now she has another chunk to that Taylor Dane story. But then even before that, she had the Taylor Dane story, and then something else happened yeah. with Taylor Dane. It's just really, really. I remember awesome. seeing her do that like three years ago at yeah. Largo, and like now there's yeah. two more addendums to that <laughs> story so because of her life. That's fantastic. Yeah. So the the trick is write bits about things that might keep growing. <laughs> well, like you know the whole thing I talked about where it's uh, you know I did the penguin bit, and then it turns out the next day penguins are horrible. Yeah. Like well, penguins, that yeah that one no. br- that one breed of yeah penguin. a deli penguins yeah yeah that's, that's fun. Yeah, might as well be like a rapey penguins. Am I right? Rapey penguins. Um, I did a another uh, Doug Doug Benson movie interruption. Uh, I finally so so I finally got to see so good. I I finally got to see uh, Hunger Games. Oh yeah, yeah. I went. Jonah was so fucking funny. Oh, thanks, buddy. It was no. It was like had you seen? Would not have been watchable. You hadn't seen it before. No, I've never seen before. It would not have been watchable without. I didn't think it was a terrible (laughs) movie. I saw it. He fucking goes and he. Pulls up a Brian Adams song <laughs> while the movie's happening, thusly Wait making a the scene so much better. Did you play everything I do? I do it for you when an arrow was flying. No, it was uh, it was when there was like a rain and the two and the like the boy and the girl were like having a sensual moment. Yeah, because like so, they're in I the cave, right? They're in the there was when they're in the cave. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's because like Jeselnik had brought it out. He's like sensual uh, moments. Like uh, Jeselnik had brought it up earlier. He's like, I feel like a Brian Adams song is about to play. Yeah, and then so I brought and then <laughs> also when uh, and then he like, pulls up Lenny. Because Lenny Kravitz is in the movie, so I brought up a Lenny Kravitz song. <laughs> I want to get away. <laughs> yeah. oh, that was like, so good. I think it was when he was like, he was getting her to like, like, because they had to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was like, let's go. That is fantastic. It's yeah, fun. Is, it's it one of really my funny. fucking favorite things to do. I love that show so it was much. Really funny. Um, I did an epic mealtime episode. What'd you eat? Tauntaun. All right, oh, not a real thing. Just so. be Tauntaun. Well, if you just watch the video, you'll see that it is a real thing, man. Tauntaun? Tauntaun. Tauntaun. But have you ever thought about making a wontauntaun? No, that's a great idea. I know. Fried wontauntaun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we did crispy wonton. Uh, crispy wonton. <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you fried the tauntaun. We did, we did ta- stuff to tauntaun with a lot of stuff. All right. Did you make a... Uh, I thought it smelled more delicious on the inside. No, I did not. What? Who did? No, Someone I must did not. have. It didn't. Whoever did it didn't make the final cut. When you, oh. when you, because uh, you didn't. When you do took it. a bite, did you go? <laughs> make a horrible noise. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. 
It was fun though. Harley and I force cooked the uh, the tauntaun. Okay, so Again, like with emperor light with the lightning coming not, out of our not hands. Real. Not well. I mean, not, you can see that it's real, real Matthew. Also, you if know you, that if the, you go to Epic Meal Times channel, you'll see the Star Wars no crispy crispy tauntaun episode. That's the dark side of the force that has Chloe the lightning Dykstra. coming out. The, d- the lightning coming out of your hands, that's the dark side of the force. I'm going to call it the delicious side of the force. You better. Because that's cook. the best. That's the best way to cook. <laughs> that's the best way. You guys have never been to the Emperor's Barbecues? All right. Who wants wieners? <laughs> Give in to the deliciousness of my it's, grilled it's, it's chicken. You're waiting for it. You're looking at the grill and the dog's on you. You're like, you want this, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Are those burgers done? The cooking of the burgers is almost complete. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Feel it in your heart. Who likes some crispy. <laughs> no one? Oh. Yeah, just Sorry. me, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. This is how I like it. Oh, no, you see. That. No one laugh at my jokes at my own barbecue. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I don't uh, give a crap. Emperor of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what was his goal? Don't have works over. Don't have work friends over, Palpatine, they told me. <laughs> <laughs> I invited you, Darth Vader, not Stormtrooper 7594. I don't care for him. You say that about all of them. Clones! They're all you, essentially clones. the same. You know, um, excuse me, emotionally, physically we're all the same, but emotionally, you know, we're all a product of our environment, so... Nonsense, 79437. Man, this is why I don't come to You're this. Being, I'm 438. You're being racist, Palpatine. This is the worst 4th of July ever. <laughs> I don't even know why we celebrate a holiday that won't happen for thousands and thousands of years this in a distant galaxy. This is the worst May the 4th ever. <laughs> I don't even know why we use the Julian calendar. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like a good idea at the meeting, but it holds no bearing on this star system. <laughs> that's it. I'm going to the cantina. <laughs> oh, that's how you solve everything. <laughs> yes, I'm resorting to going to a bar. Go, Go ahead, Vader. Drink Go it then. away. <laughs> what are you going to do? Pour it through your mouth grill? You know, I had an Imperial Guard check your room. It was empty again. You've been drinking. <laughs> checking, he's checking the levels. Don't take the X-Wing. You'll kill yourself. <laughs> I know when I've had enough. Darth, I need no your TIE Fighter me. keys. <laughs> keys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Put your keys on the table. <sighs> Your lack of faith in my drunk driving. (laughs) No, I'm I'm really better at driving when I'm drunk. Oh, wait a minute, guys. This bit doesn't work. Why? Because I said X-Wing. Oh. Well, I corrected it and said, give me the keys to your TIE fighter. (sighs) I saved you. Jesus. We just avoided a major fucking... I saved you. Now it's Second What's City. What you make, Vader? Now, now it's so Second City. Fried X-Wings. <laughs> Get it. Get it. Get it. I call these Thai curry fighters. <laughs> Please try my new recipe. And of course, the fried wontons. <laughs> fried wonton. They're supposed to be tontons! <laughs> Just lightning shooting out everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have fun, you guys. We sure do. We have fun. What are some other unlikely scenarios from <laughs> pop culture touch points? <laughs> What if? Now, 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 what if? Uh-huh. What if Aquaman found himself uh-huh. on the set of Entourage? <laughs> hey, look at all that fish pussy. <laughs> that, I messed up because actually Vinny did play Aquaman. In no, this, I thought in that's the, why you went for yeah, the Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want Wanda. I was trying to be something ridiculous, and I, my yeah. brain. Welcome to Second it. Guest Theater. I yeah. shouldn't have said TIE Fighter. Oh, I shouldn't have said this. I need a suggestion. Another suggestion. Don't do improv. <laughs> that was that guy at UCB. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when are you gonna get to the game? He's always gonna he's always gonna be in the back of my head. When are you gonna find the game in the scene? <laughs> the game. That's what they call it. The UCB. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. what they call it. You have to find the game, and that's figuring out really quickly, like whatever the direction of the scene, like whatever the act is going on in it's the, the scene. It's the first uh, kind of weird thing. Not necessarily like crazy weird, but just weird. Like for instance, 
when uh-huh. we started talking about barbecuing food yeah. with the Force. Oh, there you go. And That's then the you went on your riff, and then Matt figured out where it was going. <laughs> this episode of the Nerds Podcast is brought to you by Earl Burrow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Head over to I.O. West. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> also brought to you by Take the Fun Out of Everything Carrot Sticks. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> you know, Carrot Sticks! No. no, no Chris, no, you would be the perfect the spokesman for that. Hey! hey. I said X-Wing, you guys. <laughs> Chris, uh, everything was going fine. No one <laughs> we would have... Okay. Uh, we the internet's going to yell at me again. I corrected it. Hold on. Lucasfilm's just calling me. Course job. of the Force is canceled uh, because of the X-Wing mix-up. <laughs> It's funny today on Attack. We started. They started doing this thing where we, where the whoever's hosting the show, kind of does a, a little bit of a monologue about whatever's going on, and uh, and one of the producers said, "Oh, the the Twitter response to the monologue is good." And I'm like, "I don't want to read it. I just I'm sure there's a lot of like you fucking suck for trying to do anything ever." Get to the tech reviews. <laughs> and Matt and Matt goes, Matt goes, "You sound like an abused dog." <laughs> I was like, yes, I and I realize I am. Like every time I do something, like I just sort of flinch at social networks. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. They're gonna tell me. You know that movie where Nicolas Cage sees a little bit into the future. Chris just sees a Twitter stream. I just see the people, Twitter stream of people insulting him. Yep, yep. What That's was that movie? Uh, knowing? No, no, no. That wasn't it. <laughs> knowing was the one with the kid. It was, was Citizen it was Kane. A, it was Citizen Kane. No, what fucking Nicholas? Wait, Cage. it wasn't knowing. It was not knowing. It was when he kind of sees like yeah, a little, a little bit, bit of the future. No, nope, no, it wasn't. Was it was knowing. the one with Taylor Leone, I think, where he has a different. That you're thinking of Bad Boys. Nope. <laughs> no, it was the one with Elizabeth Shue, where he's in that hotel room most of the time. That's leaving Las Vegas. No, pretty sure that's the one where he sees see the future. See how hard you make me, baby. Oh. Man. Now we're all looking it up. Uh, excuse me. Was leaving Las Vegas a bad film to show at my barbecue? It's the epitome of a party bummer. <laughs> I'm never drinking again. <laughs> Until tomorrow. <laughs> Nick Cage sees future. Next. 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 That's it. I thought that's where Nick Cage goes onto a bus on a dating show and tells someone to leave. No, I, just, uh, I want sure. everyone to know that that's a suggested search for Nick Cage. Nick Cage sees future because apparently no one else can remember the name of the movie either. Next. 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 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Really? Yeah. Nicholas Cage, born January 7th, 1964. He's Here we 48 go. years old. Oh, man. Here's, you, guys, you know what his guys... net worth is? What is it now? $18 million. Now? Yeah. Really? But I thought he lost all that. I thought he filed for yeah, bankruptcy. But that's like what he used to get for one movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 I get it. So you're saying he should have like $200 million. Oh, yeah, easy. Wow. That's depressing. He's okay. He'll I'm be so fine. I'm so sad. He only has $18 million. <laughs> Seriously, guys. how's he going to get? How's he gonna live? How's he going to buy those Superman comics? Superman. Someone Super- stole it. Someone Isn't someone making a movie based off of the heist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, there was a heist where like, these guys like stole uh, Action Comics number one. Oh. From Nick Cage, right? From Nick Cage. Yeah. Is he going to be in it? Probably. Oh, God, that would be awesome. It's a movie, isn't it? Hey, this is my comic. <laughs> That's my, Joss, that, me. That's Andy Samberg doing yeah, yeah. Nick Cage. It's not an actual Nick Cage. Um, Everyone, you can go to Cage Flicks, put in your Netflix Everyone should go to gifiliscage.com it's and, a, or uh, .tumblr.com. It's fucking great. It's oh, a bunch of weird... Most of them are from Vampire's Kiss, but... <laughs> Whoa, I totally forgot about that movie. Dude, you want to see the fucking craziest Nick Cage acting? It's that movie. That movie, I remember, yeah, because, yeah, that that movie was weird. Not really about vampires. Just weird. Just weird. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I remember being totally confused by that movie, but I, I saw it a long time ago. Well, you were confused because sometimes he had John Travolta's voice, and then sometimes he had his own voice. I think you're thinking nope. of Face Off. No, you're same. thinking of Broken Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Peggy Sue Got Married. I almost bought that soundtrack. Or did she? Oh, that is a good movie. Peggy, 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 Peggy. Peggy. Ha-ha. 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 Pretty, pretty, pretty. Oh no, what's the? Uh, hey, yeah, no, you're really great. I just saw uh, it's not what we're looking for right now. <laughs> you know the cry he does that. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That's just the fucking weirdest. Because <laughs> he starts laughing at first. He does that crying at the end of Eight Millimeter, and when I saw it in the theater, 
Uh, everyone laughed, which is not where no, you shouldn't no. laugh in a movie, which is all about girls who get kidnapped and tortured in snuff films. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was eight millimeter. Eight millimeter. Yeah. I saw that. No. Saw, uh, uh, Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes was the one I was thinking about. Eight millimeter is the snuff film one. Yeah. Eight, uh, Snake Eyes is the Vegas one. His reactions watching those movies are priceless. The Nick Cage. <laughs> his face on his. Never mind. Forget <laughs> it. In eight millimeter. Oh no! You're thinking. What am I thinking of then? Welcome to Nick Cage Confused Movie Theater. No, I think you're thinking of. Uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, the one where George C. Scott. The what's the snuff film? No, I'm not thinking. Oh, unless he remade it. No, no, no. There's I'm. I know. I'm in my mind, him. there are in your mind's eye. In my mind's eye, there are <laughs> Nicholas Cage reactions. Yeah, the one where George C. Scott see, he wants to see the film of his daughter being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Paul Bonanno made the thing. Was in that? No, Paul Bonanno made that uh, video of George yeah. C. Scott reacting to Jack and Jill trailer. Yes. Yeah, that's um, so funny. And then so everyone funny. else did, and no one. Yeah. And then everyone else made it, but Paul did it first. Everybody. He did. Paul Bonanno. Paul. Paul was the guy. Hey, uh, you know, Smashing Pumpkins came out with a new album. Nope. Didn't I know did know that, and I'm guessing how to do. It's as good as a new Smashing Pumpkins album could be, that, and that what oh, I just said okay. is a horrible review. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not good. It's all the fucking. It's all that same. It's like I don't know. You made a the really guy. good bass run right there. What? <laughs> What's your favorite Nick Cage movie? Let's while we're talking about it. Port of Call. Oh, New Orleans. Bad Lieutenant. Really? I did. Oh, those are out of order, but favorite Nick Cage movie has got to be because you're all gonna be like wrong. serious or joke or no, joke. Like, what's your fear? seriously? If you see this Nick Cage movie on the TV, adaptations. Adaptations really yeah. good. Adaptations are great. Adaptations really good. But adaptations not something I would uh, pop into in the middle what's, of it. Uh, you know? What's the movie um, with Ra- Rain, uh, the Weatherman? Weatherman? Oh, Weatherman's okay. Yeah. I just love Michael Caine in there explaining camel toe. A camel toe is when uh, the pants go up to the vagina. <laughs> All right. That was my favorite uh, movie. Um, uh, what's... Uh, I gotta look at the list. There's so many Air, movies. Con Air. Con, Con Air is, is good, awesome. But The, the Rock, the Rock is, his, uh, he the Actually, one. Nick Cage is the worst part of Con Air. Yeah, his yeah, hair yeah. and that fucking hair, accent, accent he decided to put do for the no bunny reason. Down. It's not season uh. of the witch. Uh, I think <laughs> um, you know, I I really I liked National Treasure for the movie that it was. I really enjoyed National Treasure. We all know my feelings on that. They didn't say the line that was in the trailer. I know. Yeah, so let's recreate See, that so Kevin someone Smith can animate podcast. that. <laughs> what meta? Uh, the uh, well, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, The Rock, I think, is the best. I yeah, own The, the Rock. Cr- I own the criteria. I said that's the line I use. And my jaw is killing me. Nicholas Cage. What? What goofy? Has he been in? What are some of the goofy comedies he's been in? Raising Arizona. Oh, oh that's it. That's shit. it. How could we my not favorite. fucking? God why wasn't that the first thing? You know why? Thing? I'll tell you exactly why. Because that movie came out in '87, and for some reason in my head, it was a different actor. Because there have been so many there's different. So many. Different there's like I, there's there's like five different Nicholas Cages throughout throughout uh, the eras. Yeah, and yeah. and so for some reason in my head, I always think of that being a different Nicolas Cage than than the one we have well, today. It is technically, without a doubt, raising Arizona with a bullet. My God, he puts out so many movies. Yes, he does. Well, he, he has, has to, to to pay yeah. off all of his weird houses. Now he's worth eighteen million. Um, how's he gonna live? I don't know. Oh, I caught the end of Drive Angry. Um, that's a crazy, yeah, crazy movie. Um, oh, I saw Rango. Um, which I think they used part of that song in that. Uh, oh, movie. the Johnny Depp uh, yeah. CGI movie. It's really good. It's fucking like all the characters in it are so disgusting looking. It's great. I am excited about uh, Face Off. Django Unchained. Oh, sure. Django Unchained looks awesome. That trailer looks fucking great. Yeah, amazing. Oh, did you oh, see the trailer God. for The Master? Yes. Which no, one? What? No, what? no. Both new, of them are good. The new PT Anderson movie. Uh, with uh, Joaquin Phoenix and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's the new Scientology movie. It's not, but it is. It can't be with Joaquin Phoenix. He gave up acting, you guys. But that was just for a great fucking pull thing he did. Everyone believed it. I know that for a fact because fucking I would have to hear shitheads in this E building going, "What is up with Joaquin?" Philip Seymour Hoffman. What is up? With Philip Seymour Hoffman, Hoffman is so good in the Bangkok trailer. Dangerous. He's good oh, in everything. Fuck Bangkok Dangerous. What was just on the other day? I was what we were watching. I was watching TV, and uh, oh, the Ides of March came on. I didn't see the Ides of March. How was that? Was Fucking it George Clooney? Every actor in that, every good actor is in that movie. Yeah, it's Clooney, Gosling, Paul Giamatti, Phil Seymour Hoffman. 
so fucking Matchstick Men. That was I like that Matchstick one. Matchstick Men's pretty good. Yeah, yeah Matchstick Men. That's uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam right? Rockwell's another fucking amazing Sam Rockwell. actor. God damn it, he made Iron Man two watchable. Yeah. He uh yeah he's he's he has that thing when he whenever he's in a scene you just can't you just want to watch that guy. That's what made Moon so good. So good. What is it? What do you oh, what do you think that quality so is? What do you think that quality is? It's just I think it. it's a, it's a little quirkiness. It's a little like you don't exactly know what he's going to do next. Is it that Penn Jillette thing where he said he thinks that people who are magnetic are actually sociopaths? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Maybe no, that's because, what it like, is. He's you know. And you're just wondering when he's going to dance. I thought it would be fun to be a sociopath, but if you care about being a sociopath, you're automatically not a sociopath. Oh, my God. Look at this. All right. I don't want to be a sociopath. He did Leaving Las Vegas between Kiss of Death and The Rock. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, that thing you were telling me. Nick Cage Cage reminds me of the city of Houston, which, by the way, we're performing in at the end of July, Dallas and Houston. Nice tie-in. I know. That was totally accidental. But uh, Houston has no zoning laws. Problem. So... You will have like a skyscraper next to a gas station, next to a strip club, next to a school. Like so there's no, and that's that's Nicholas Cage. Houston, he's the Houston of films. Of films, he, yeah. and not the Houston, the porn star, just the city of Houston. Hey. He has no yeah, zoning yeah. laws when it comes to what movies should go one after the other. You are absolutely correct. Until recently, he's put together a nice zoning law that makes him just do shit. He used to have this theory, uh, where he used to have this idea, where it was like. You know, you do a couple of cool independent movies and then a big budget movie and then an independent movie and a but yeah. then I think all the money troubles was just like, ah, well now he's gotta take, you know. Well it's also that's the thing that um you know Rob Williams does where he just kinda he does one for him and one for I gotta say, I don't know one I for mean, me, one for you. Yeah. I think what's I, I, I think being in the position where you could pretty much do most things that that came across your desk or however you work, I think it's kinda scary. Because you don't, you just don't know how something's going to turn out. Yeah. And you can read a script and it looks amazing, and then it turns out not. Yeah. I saw that way. Lord of War. Did you see Lord of War? I did see Lord of War. I, I was I that the arms dealer one. Yeah, it was. It was. It was all right. Wow. Nicholas Cage. Can we get him on the podcast? Is that a thing we could do? Doubtful. Try it. Just put in a phone call to that guy. Everybody know. start wishing for Nicholas Cage. Everyone wish for Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Start a if Twitter you say his name three times Cage. in the bathroom, he'll show up and murder you. So Hash. one, okay, on three, we'll do it three times. Everybody okay. listening. One, <laughs> two, three. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. I have been summoned. Your head's all backwards. Your head's all backwards. We just, we just the portal works. I'll we, swallow your soul. We just we just get his character from City of Angels. <laughs> Which Nicholas Cage were you summoning? The one that's in the scene with Dennis Frost. Uh, I'm I'm raising Arizona, Nicholas Cage. Oh, we're sending you back for for Amos and Andrew, Nicholas Cage. Oh, Amos and Andrew. <laughs> Way to change it up. Oh God, uh, Samuel Jackson. Oh, that was that was a decent yeah. that was a decent uh, time in my life. Mm. 1993. Good old 19 Here you are, safe and sound back in good old 1993. 1993. 53rd floor. <laughs> so, so people did People did correct us on that, yeah. on what floor it was, and I don't remember yeah. still. My favorite part is how they think we care. Yeah, uh, that's the best part. If they keep thinking I that, they keep listening. secretly do. That always gets it's me. It's like, not a secret, Chris. It's uh, not a secret. What? No, no one heard what I just said, man. <laughs> Again, you're projecting uh, that guy wasn't at the uh, comedy show. Matt, next to the cough be- button is an insecurity button. If I hit it, no one can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm hitting it right now. Everyone's going to hate this part. <laughs> Don't mean to be that guy, but I have OCD. No. That's pretty much every time I see something. Don't mean to be that guy. Translation. But you mean to be that guy. You mean to be that guy. Uh, Fan just, of being that guy. Does anyone know what movie is Knowing? What the fuck was I thinking of? Okay, it is another Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Knowing is the one right. where the kid in the 50s writes the code and his son, and then the Oh, and the then he talks to his and, dad through ham radio, no, and his dad's no, no, a firefighter. No. Hey, I like that movie, Frequency. <laughs> I'm a oh big fan God. of Dennis Quaid. Frequency is a pretty good movie. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's, a, it's that thing that it always goes back to where it's just like, oh, dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking baseball movie. Exactly why and... Big Fish makes me cry. Yeah. I know you didn't care for it, but. But I know. I'm yeah. surprised I didn't. I watch, uh, oh, man, I cried the fuck out of uh, Jeff Who Lives at Home. Yeah. Yeah, the Duplass Brothers movie. I fucking teared up so hard. What, did you see it on a plane? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Plane <laughs> crying. It's the plane crying. It's a real thing. It's the plane crying he does all the it's time. It's a real thing. Yeah, it's I a thing it. that happens. Pretty bad. But it's like you know, it's just the whole brothers, and you know, and like, it's also like you know, one brother has a job, the other doesn't. Oh, it's getting close to home. You have, you have a home. job. What are you worried about? It's hitting close to that home you guys <laughs> both live in. <laughs> and, Adam, and I love, I love my brother. I love my brother. You don't mean to be that guy, but. <laughs> No, it's okay. I'll f- Adam, if you're listening to this, tell me you did, and then also tell me you have a job. <laughs> but even if it's not true, because we just need him to... <laughs> I have a job. Is- I think that was Nicolas Cage. The portal's still yeah. open. <laughs> <laughs> I have my Nicolas Cage portal gun. <laughs> you better close it. If I shoot the wall and then the floor, he appears. The- mm. One of the mm. thing. Mm. Uh, I'm excited because Comic-Con's coming up. There's a shit ton of stuff going on. Connie-Con! We're doing the course of the Force Lightsaber Run, July 7th through July 11th. Then, um, we are, uh, we have a panel. We're doing a Comic-Con panel, a channel panel. No, because we're doing a live podcast Friday night at the Balboa Theater. So they don't want to see both of us again. Um, so... I have an Attack of the Show panel before that. You have an Attack of the Show panel before that. So, uh, so we're doing our live show... At the Balboa Theater, there will be guests that we'll announce next week, and then, um, but we're doing a channel panel at noon on channel panel. Saturday. <clears throat> and uh, I do have confirmation that uh, I, I don't know everyone who's going to be on the panel yet, but oh, I can announce boy. one person who's going to be on the channel panel. Why don't you not? Why? Because I won't be able to see it. Oh, you're, you're just upset because it's Neil deGrasse Tyson ah. is coming out to be on our panel at Comic-Con at noon on Saturday. Maybe I can get his autograph talk. again because, listen, uh, oh, this listen, is such a tragic listen story. to the world. If you come across a moleskin that is a giant moleskin the size of a regular big notebook that has my name in it, along with a bunch of jokes, along with Neil deGrasse Tyson's autograph... Please get it back to me. No, you'll never get that autograph again. You'll never have an opportunity. No, that's not the part that I'm annoyed at. The part that I'm annoyed at is fucking all of my jokes are in there. Yeah. A giant moleskin looks like... Sometimes you'll see someone and and you're like, they look like a big little person. You know what I mean? It looks (laughs) like this. Did you find it? No, I had to buy another one. Oh. Maybe maybe God... You lost all those jokes. Maybe God doesn't want you to have a giant moleskin. Oh. You ever think about that? Maybe God doesn't want that. Oh, 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 oh my God. Oh, oh, oh. What's happening? Oh. What's happening? Matthew, it's his God. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, the portal is still open. How Turn the other I'm way. Able to do so many movies. Nicholas Cage, they're stealing your comics. That's the same voice you did last time we were talking about Nicholas Cage on the Kevin Smith podcast. Jonas, that's right. the last, that's that was the last yelling, time you that's did my that. Yelling voice. For Nicholas Cage. That's my yelling off mic voice where I'm kind of yelling. To but not n- on the mic. When it only involves well, Nicholas Cage. It stirs a certain emotion in me, Jonah. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Are you doing a t- I'm hosting Attack one day during Comic Con. Uh, Attack on? of the Show, I will be uh, doing Friday, a bunch of stuff for Attack of the floor Show. Reports and, uh, floor and, reports and, and the like. I am also uh, uh, doing the, co- the Comic Con panel, which we are having at 11 a.m. on Saturday, I believe. That's going to be fun. I'm moderating a bunch of panels, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say what they are yet, but it's well, a lot. Then don't. Okay. Okay. It don't. is a lot of panels. It is a lot of panels I'm moderating. <sighs> Uh, which one's your favorite? Which one that you can't say is your favorite? Just tell us, tell us like the time that it's at, or the day. Just tell us the day. Your favorite panel takes place on which day? I this, love this, them all this equally. This premise goes nowhere. I, I love them all equally, well, Matthew. Nice of you to Jonah, say. find the game. Find the game, Jonah. Find the game. There is none. <laughs> <laughs> Jonah's improv computer. I meant Sean Penn's <laughs> the game on Criterion. That's just free association. Uh, do we have any um Clements? Clements. Shit, I can't pull any up because it doesn't matter. I can't get my fucking I can't get my fucking signal in here. Uh I have a bunch of Clements for Phoebe if you guys want to take some. Oh, my phone just or... shut down. Well, oh, that did happened. you run out of battery or did it just shut itself I off? I guess I just ran out of battery. You should probably fucking take stuff off of that thing if you're out of storage space. He tried to take a picture the other day, and he's like, "Oh, I'm out of space." Well, because sixty-four I, gigs. I took a bunch of videos of myself throwing practice pitches at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> at Dodger Stadium? Yeah, yeah he was just throw- outside throwing them at the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, baseball. 
No, I never I, understood you. I, I have to say, it was it was quite an experience, even for someone who's not a sports fan, to go to Dodger Stadium. It's a cool feeling, huh? And just like stand in the middle of the stadium when it's empty and just get the size of it. I don't. And then just like practice throwing pitches I with don't know the, what that's like, a UCLA pitching coach. But it's very awesome, well. I do, sure. and it's great. I know you know. Um, and glad my, you got to live my dream. My pitching wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm not saying it's great. It was pretty terrible. I saw it. No, you didn't see anything. You showed me a video. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Oh, I didn't. You did. Matt, I got the ball fucking from A to B. <laughs> a being the dirt part. <laughs> B being the other dirt The lower part. dirt part. <laughs> the dirt part to dirt part. Yep. The mound, the shaved mound. Cra- the other day you said something was, you said, oh, it was, it was a little more than 60 feet, and that cracked me up because it's <laughs> 60 feet, 6 inches. See? That's a little more than 60 feet. <laughs> cracked me up. Do I lie? No. I, uh, I was going to read some comments, but my phone is now listen, deceased. Let's see if there's anything. It's gone to a phone coma. Uh, uh, hang on. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a question. Searching for comments. Searching for questions that are comments that are comments. Hey, searching for questions. Liver spotted. I just got a text. Emily asked me to say that. <laughs> Well, that's a comment or a question yep. that's a quement. Here's something, uh, not sent in by anybody, but it was a headline I saw on the Huffington Post. <laughs> so an accidental We're doing quement. headlines. We're doing uh, headlines. Headline is... Uh, and have you seen this? 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 The headline, new possible twist in Chinese murder case, just sounds really racist to me. Because <laughs> they had to say Chinese. The new possible twist in Chinese murder case. I don't know. It just sounds kind of racist. Why is that? I don't know. It just it, it rubbed me the wrong way. Well, that's never leaving the writer's room. No, I just said, it's a question. <laughs> it's a headline. It's a question, Welcome it's to a Qua Headlines. It's a headline. Caribbean Duke. <laughs> <laughs> Did we riff on that on this show or no? no that it was, was just like while we were taping the, the Nerdist show. shows. Oh, that's right. Caribbean Jester. Uh, Not as powerful as the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, it's so funny. Caribbean page. <laughs> got uh got Star Trek tonight. That's happening soon. By the time this airs, it will have already It will happened. have been a few days ago. And we will have watched the episode Disaster, which is the one where the Enterprise hits the quantum filament. Isn't every episode into, called that? Well, in your mind. It turns into a Poseidon adventure in space. And then Picard's in that turbo lift and has to with the kids. It's good. Okay. Forget it. I rem- I vaguely remember that. The one. other one we're watching is Royale, which is from season two, and that's where they get stuck on a planet in a casino from the forties. In America, we just call that a Big Mac. Oh boy. Oh, I mean a Whopper. It's a quarter pounder, buddy. A quarter pounder. Royale with cheese. Damn it! First X-wing <laughs> and now this. <laughs> I'm editing this to they got correct the metric it. system. Whatever the fuck a quarter pounder is. <laughs> 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 Julius. <laughs> Caribbean courtesan. It's, it's Jules, right? Jules. That's his name. Jonah, help me out here. Mm. Say words. Jonah, why did your why eyes just you shut talking? down? Jonah, why are you talking? This is very strange. Jonah. <laughs> Jonah. Jonah's improv computer shut down. <laughs> hey, fucking dicks. What's going on? Piece of shit. <laughs> he rebooted. Fuck everybody. <laughs> I'm, sure glad, I'm, sure glad we ins- I'm sure glad we installed the control alt delete on Jonah. <laughs> Jonah's so much better on Mountain Lion. What's going to happen? When, uh, Are you? What's the matter with Mountain Lion? What's, what do you mean? What's going to happen with it? It's going to come out. We're going to install it, and we're going to love it. Are we going to love it? Sure. Why not? All right. It's new. It's from Apple. There's a new podcast. There's a dedicated podcast app now that Apple has put out. Oh, how do you feel about this? Uh, it's a nice way of people getting our iPod thing happening? Uh, yes. Words? We call it a podcast. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, instead of instead of getting... Because podcasts used to be buried on iTunes where you'd have to go into yeah, like the little... More, you have to go to more. And then, you gotta go to and then it's in a weird collection of like, downloads, lost keys, <laughs> podcast. The loss of found of iTunes. Yeah. And so now there's a dedicated podcast app and I haven't used it yet. But anyway, I'm I'm kind of excited that they... It's it's just a nice... It's nice that they're acknowledging it now. It's like, it's okay, thing. this is a thing people use. We should make it easier. It's weird. They acknowledge that that is a thing and they also acknowledge that iTunes ping was a failure. Good for them. 
Goodbye, Steve Jobs. I don't think they they don't have a problem. I mean, like they they they're pretty like they shut down Ping. You know that, right? Oh, they did actually. Yeah, they did finally they shut, shut it, it down. down yeah. Mm. Sorry, everybody. I never used it. Exactly. Because no one wanted to. No one wants to no socially wants network to know, on iTunes. No one wants to know how many shitty fucking Dave Matthews songs I'm listening to. Well, then they shouldn't listen to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> hey. They're not one. shitty. I just said that because the and room I'm in. They're all two, great. And a one and a, and a two. <laughs> and a one and a two. Yep. I want a singer. I want them and, and a Juna and a Springer. Two or two. Or two. two. I, I love it too. I love it too. Sing. Owl Jolson. I love it too. I love it to sing. Stop singing on the podcast, Chris Harwick. Fuck you in the face. Who? Wait. He forgot the to press the. Uh, <laughs> he oh, didn't I didn't hit the insecurity it. button. No, that got out. The insecurity button. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll be your insecurity <laughs> button, Chris. Ah, uh, you're the nicest little insecurity buttons a fella could have. <laughs> <laughs> I like singing. Hey, for fans of eight bit music and. Rash hardcore. The band Stern Fucking Zate has a new album called Path Pathoscalator. Pathoscalator. Sure. And it's like crazy fucking Pathoscalator. But it's fucking crazy. Good. It's just 8-bit, like, thrash you know what music. else is crazy? Chris Hemsworth's jawline. Am I right, God, ladies? he's so gorgeous. He really is handsome. <laughs> I don't know about you, honey, but I'd like to see that jawline with my dick in it. Oh. My God, that was my Samantha from. I didn't tell you. Did I tell you this? Your chins look like. Did I tell you? Did I tell you the one man show I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a one man show, all from the point of view of Samantha from Sex and the City, called Samantha M A N in capital letters, and it's just gonna be me, but as a dude, but being Samantha. I love it. I'm in. I'm watching it. I will go be the one guy in the audience. I can leave the writers' room. Chris Hemsworth, more like Chris. I'll give you a lot of blowjobs worth. Chris Helms Bakery. Chris Ed Helms worth. He's really good in the Jeff Star who lives at home. Oh. Thought we were talking about Chris Hemsworth. What are you guys up to for the rest of the week? Uh, I'm hosting Attack of the Show all week. You're yeah, on. We're I'm doing on more gadget prawns. That's going to happen. The Star Trek <laughs> is tonight. Uh, Jonah, you're on the soup? Uh, no, the soup's on hiatus. What? Yeah, taking a break. Weeks. Just like my phone. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Two weeks. Um, I still got to do some work. But, yeah, you uh, know, I got to crank out that half hour of TV every week. Jesus yeah. Christ, this guy. Yeah, but ours is written. Yeah, so is, so is ours. I don't know who to side with. <laughs> I do an hour every day. <laughs> you, yeah, you both personally. Wrong. You don't personally you make You personally soup, do you an hour. I have to come up with shit all the time, man. All the time. And it fucking sucks. <laughs> Jonah, I'm sorry. Chin and tonic, though. Nice job. Chin and tonic. Oh, the, the fucking chin and tonic video. That, that guy made. is actually like, uh, he got a hold of me and I, I was like, hey, good job. And he's like, yeah, I wish I had some like better footage. So I just gave him a bunch of links to a bunch of stuff of us and some pointers. Uh, oh, he's going to recut it? Uh, he's going to add in some more stuff. I like told him like where to get some like good looking footage of Chris doing like more action-y stuff. And then I told him like with the footage he has of you... On attack, he can just kind of maybe, you know, widescreen it, maybe color correct it a bit, and yeah. make it look like you're like just the gadget guy, you know. <laughs> and uh, and then I get some more stuff of me, so it's less like found footage looking stuff, it's yeah. like screeny, yeah, YouTube stuff. Uh, he's funny. he's really excited. He just he's, he's like, yeah, I haven't done this stuff in a long, long time. And then uh, uh, it'll turn out nicely. It was really good. Did you see it? No, the chin and tonic. He did a Magnum PI chin and tonic intro with us. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Hopefully, like the next one will be pretty good. Yeah. That's cool. cool. I liked it. And then we got a couple more. I think I, I just found out that our, I believe our Nerdist TV specials are going to start airing July 28th. Mm. Well, there's, well, there's my a, dad's birthday. There's a Talking Dead on July 8th. We're doing, there's a, Mar oh, I went to, I went to Atlanta to Walking Dead set and I can't talk about any of it because I signed a really thick NDA. So many things you do that you can't talk about on this podcast or what are we going to do, Chris? My rap band should be called NDA. <laughs> Non-disclosures <laughs> with attitude. Oh, I, I love was in, it. I was in San Francisco staying at a really uh, shitty hotel uh, um, where I tried to call down to uh, the front desk and no one answers. Mm -hmm. And then uh, out of nowhere, I was taking a shower and I had the bathroom door open and a guy came in a asking if I had called for an extra towel. And I said no. 
And I was talking so to then him. He got in the I was talking to him from the set. He's like, "You did it? Someone called from this room asking for a towel." I was like, well, "It wasn't me." Can you please get out as I'm in the shower? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, July 28th, the Nerdist Comic Con special will air on BBC America yep. at 9 p.m. Yeah, so Talking Dead July 8th after a Walking Dead marathon weekend, and then the 28th we start weekly for like four weeks, I think, for of Nerdist TV shows on yeah. BBC America. 28th is two shows. Two shows air on the 28th. Two shows. 9 and 10 p.m. I really like what I like. The, the, the shows have more structure now, and they're all about something. And Well, we just needed time when they gave it to us finally. Yeah, they're hour-long shows. Yeah, it was really they were really fun to do, yeah. really really fun. Nice Spe- work, you guys. Speaking of awesome shows, if you guys haven't been keeping up with Eagleheart, each episode's better than the Eagle one before. Eagleheart is fucking one of those shows <laughs> that is just so good, so fucking good. If you're not Brett watching Eagleheart, you're missing out on some of the funny, like one of the funniest shows on television right now. Brett was so funny. Yeah, it's just so layered with jokes, and like Chris, you would love the uh, Tinselwood episode. Don't you tell me what I would love. I just think I've done a pretty good job of it so far. You Don't you tell just me what I love. Get out of my barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode name. <laughs> I was going to call Your it... lack sen- of chips is disturbing. No, I was going to call it uh, Sensual Memories. No. Sensual Memories? Was that what it was, what you said before? Sensual Moments. Sensual Moments? Uh, you, you said that earlier Nick, in the show. Nick Cage Portal. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did I say sensual moments earlier? They were sensual memories. Uh, yes, because you were talking about Hunger Games. And you're like, they were in a cave having a sensual moment. Oh, yeah. Like you had just learned this language. <laughs> and you're like, they were having a sensual <laughs> moment. moment. Sensual yeah. was. It's hard being a robot. Yeah. <laughs> District 12, you guys. District 12. What's that? Wasn't that the district they were from? Um, oh, right. No, I think right, it was like right. District 13 or 14. I don't yeah. know. I thought it was. The, I can find out. The internet will tell us. Not important. It is important to you. Not important. Deep down. Shut your fucking mouth. You're not hitting the button again. Shit. (laughs) All right. What's the district? Uh, Hang on. Telephone. Telephone. (laughs) I figured out (laughs) your points of view. Ah, fuck. Jonah's, uh, Jonah speaks Rodriguez, and Matt speaks Myraki. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm okay with that, uh, I guess. And then you speak like there's shit pouring out of your mouth. District, <laughs> District 12! You got it? Yeah. Mm-mm. You're the winner of the Hunger Games trivia prize today on the Nerdist, Matt. <laughs> well, what that's all I the win? time we have. Do I win my moleskin back? <laughs> nope. Why? All of your jokes. Do you remember any of them? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's it. That's it. We did it. We made another hostful. <laughs> we made a hostful. <laughs> oh, fuck me. What? Why? Hang in there, Jonah. Ugh. Dying, guys. Dying. Dying. I went running this morning. Dying a few years. You ran? I ran. Outside? Yes. Good for you. You're fucking. How are your knees? They're, you know what? They're holding up okay. Yeah? Yeah, they didn't hurt that good bad. Well, that bad. I got to run on a treadmill. Can't run outside. I just it, I just splints open it, up. I start crying. I don't know, man. Running outside just it goes by faster than when you're so just crying like Jonah watching a movie on a plane. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Chris. What? Yeah. Oh shit, Chris. Oh shit. Oh, oh my god. Boom, boom, boom. boom. <laughs> you're just calling for the story. Damn. I don't know why I said that. I really don't. Met my ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy <laughs> your burrito. Enjoy your burrito. Nicholas Cage portal. Why? Why'd you bring burritos to the barbecue? <laughs> this I... is clearly American fare. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I would do something fun. <laughs> it's, it's a... <laughs> Listen, do you think Princess Leia's mad at me after the whole Alderaan thing? <laughs> I mean, I had to show them. <laughs> Do you hate me? You hate me, don't you? You hate me? Where's my insecurity button? We gotta go. Do we really stop? I don't know sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> he like act like he did. Yeah, yeah, well, I hit, I hit stop. I feel like you might have not hit that. Actually, I think you were also secretly taping us when we were hanging out earlier. Wait a second. What are you talking about? I just, uh, I just realized in my head... Now that you were like, oh, you mean the place you realize things? Yes. Wait. Sometimes I realize it. Realize it in my fist. I talked about things that I don't want people to know about. On that. What are you talking about? 
Chris. Tune you, in for Friday's there podcast. There's no NDA with us. Why? I mean, what? I mean, you know what I mean. You can't just film us without us knowing. You seem nervous, Mr. Myra. I don't know. <laughs> we'll listen to the podcast on Friday to see what made it in. <laughs> Caravan Duke! <laughs> Uh, now he's playing the same flute. <laughs> Wait, so you didn't want to just hang out and drink coffee while I smoke a cigarette? You just, you just wanted. Then the internet cried. Your... Don't smoke, man. Oh fuck the internet. Well, wait. Now, now I smoke. <laughs> Seriously, if you find my moleskin, just let me know. what it sounds like when we pack up wrapping up an iPod cable right now put that in here close up my Beats by Dre headphones Caribbean lady in waiting (laughs) that's really hard not to play the ball Caribbean peasant now life for him ain't so pleasant and I don't afford the pheasant (laughs) no 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 no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> You're not getting presents, 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 presents. If the people are still listening to this, God bless you. This is not. I just want people to feel what it's like when we wrap it up here. This is exa- Usually it's a lot quicker. Usually leave a lot faster. All right. I got to get to a show. You're just going to fucking stay here by yourself and do a podcast. Don't you, you worry about what I'm going to do. He's starting a... He's starting a new podcast called Talking Nerdist, where he's going uh, <laughs> to <laughs> run clips. <laughs> run clips of the show. And, so what talk. just happened here? All right, this is pretty crazy. If we're going, you want to see that again? I like when Matt said liver spots. Oh, if you name the episode liver spots. This episode's going to have like four names. Would lose her shit. All right, I really like sensual moments, though. I know. You're going to do what you want. That's what happens. Parenthetical. Does this mic work? Can you get me up on this? Nope. Bye, guys. We're going to go live our lives, Chris. Oh, that sounds sad. All right, it's just you and me now. I'm so glad to be fucking rid of those guys. Oh, my God. This is what I've wanted the entire time. (laughs) What do you want to talk about? Guys? Guys? What? Ah, shit. I'm running out of tape. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by Bing. Only Bing now integrates information from your friends on Facebook and experts on Twitter so you can tap into their knowledge and opinions and spend less time searching and more time doing. Now, search goes social. Check it out at Bing.com. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? Follow Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.